0: a canoe?
1: Do you see what I'm looking at?
0: I see what you're looking at. That's... There's
1: a boat and then there's another thing right in front of it. What is that?
0: I think that's the smaller boat.
1: It's
0: a tiny boat. Hello, welcome to Calling My Best Friend. Uh, we're coming at you live. This is me, Braith. I'm sitting on a couch on Ocean Beach in San Francisco, California with my buddy, Jeremiah. Hey.
1: <laughs> hey, guys. And it's not just a couch. It It's a couch that's on the beach. Another yeah. couch. It's a
0: leather couch on the beach we're on a beach couch leather couch beach couch uh problem is i've only got one microphone right now so we're sharing a mic it's very windy here it's cold how are you cold
1: yeah so we're coming at you live right now and right now i've got a t-shirt on and pants I'm dressed like it's LA, but we're, we're in Northern California right now, not Southern.
0: To paint the picture a little bit, Ocean Beach is a very typically foggy beach on the coast of San Francisco. Uh, we're up on some dunes above looking down on all the people. Uh, there's grass around us. I see what you look- okay, Jeremiah is pointing out to the ocean very intently, his finger's still out there. I see what, I looking see what you're looking at. So there's a small boat that looks like the boat yeah, from Jaws. Not-
1: okay, yeah, that looks like the Jaws boat.
0: And just to the left of it- Is Jaws! <laughs> yeah, it's Jaws. Uh, there's- okay, wait, no, that might be a whale. That's what I'm saying! Okay, we may like- have a whale sighting on yeah, our hands.
1: we have a whale and it's come- it's live!
0: There's a, uh, a heavy, heavy layer of- what would you call that, cloud? Is yeah. that cloud? There's a heavy layer of cloud coming in at us and just beneath the clouds and above the horizon of the ocean is a breakthrough where you can see some light just in that light section you can see what looks to be a whale and it's just having a good time going up and down making water blow out of his blowhole. and originally when we started this recording I thought that it was a smaller boat turns out I was wrong it's not a canoe or like Jeremiah thought either. <laughs> it's a whale, which is a large sea mammal. Yeah. And it's it's just a great scene out here. We we'll, we'll love to be here. Jerry, you want to speak a little bit about the scene?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, hi, folks. So we're coming at you live right now on a beach. Earlier, Braith happened to mention that we were looking at what we what Braith thought was a boat, but it is, in fact, a whale, which is a large sea mammal. And he's, he is um, above the water, not... Uh, Partially below the water as well. He's just sticking out the necessary parts, and he's bobbing up and down. We can kind of see he's got a smile on his face, two eyes, and he's got one big dorsal fin, and it's just waving in at least 360 degree d- d- degrees. <laughs> and that's how cold it is out here too.
0: <laughs> it's so cold that it's 360 degrees Celsius. It's been I a while a since... Oh, okay. We would like to retract our statements. Those were not two eyes we were looking at. Those are two people. It is, in fact, a small boat. Smaller than the one that was in Jaws that we we're also looking at. But, uh, so, with that, I'd like to welcome you all to the show. And with that, I would like to apologize. We've been on a bit of a hiatus. We recorded one episode at our normal schedule a week after the last one that we put up, and I took a listen and I thought that it was kind of boring. And that put me in a funk. So I was trying to come back from it thinking that, oh, maybe I could edit it into something a little more listenable that would appease the audience, but I just couldn't do it. I might take a look again. Jeremiah's taking a picture of me right now because I got snot running down my face. (laughs) That wasn't why.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, (laughs) I
0: have snot running down my face because it's very cold, it's 360 360 degrees. degrees um but anyways yeah we've been in a bit of a funk thought m- we might never even return to this podcast despite how much fun it was for yeah. both of us to catch up and uh the, were a blast. the audience was having a blast we were having a blast uh people were telling their friends
1: about it it was great to hear it's get, it's making the rounds. It. W- <laughs> sorry jerry you're gonna have to speak close oh, to the mic okay it, it was getting out there friends were talking about it like braith had mentioned earlier in this recording um and we were having a blast and, and it ended too soon but we're 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 back folks you can go ahead uh, you could press pause on this and you could tell everyone in your household right now that Braith and Jeremiah are back Calling Your Best Friend is officially live. It's a live production. We've got all sorts of people out here. We've got a guy looking at the water. There's someone walking, sidestep, and there's birds. We've we've really put the money where it counts today.
0: That's true. The money is where it counts. And uh, while we're apologizing for things, I also want to apologize. We're kind of breaking show format here. I did not call Jeremiah on my phone because I forgot the cord that connects to my phone from the recorder. So Jeremiah is up in San Francisco. He's working. Uh, Jer, what were you doing for work? Uh, shooting a wedding um, with the camera. Okay, we actually both have returned to our old jobs of shooting weddings, which we both hate. hate. We hate it, it sucks. But we gotta get that money somehow. Yep. That's where we're at now in our lives. Pretty bummed out, just two best friends still, but we're both together at last. We're trying to get the show back on the road. <laughs> there's a there's a small child he's <laughs> So, he's trying to make it down this hill with his dad, but his dad has got much longer legs than he does and he's <laughs> holding hands with the child and just dragging Hold him down this hill. <laughs> Yeah, the kid's not stoked. He yeah. He's one of those cute kids that has the abnormally large glasses <laughs> because they don't make normal-sized glasses for kids, <laughs> apparently. <Dogs laughs> it's a beautiful <laughs> scene here. Hold on. We've got...
1: <laughs> Do you see that dog run after all those birds? There's about...
0: Hold on. <laughs> all right, I'm counting maybe 50 birds here. There's the silhouette of a black lab just running through the waves full speed. And he's, <laughs> he's going all the way out into the water, but he can't get a single one because they're flying above the water. It's truly a sight to behold. It's a beautiful moment. If you're ever in San Francisco, I highly recommend coming out to Ocean Beach, just sitting on this couch. Uh, it should probably still be here. It's, when we sat on it, it was dry, so we're pretty happy about that. But yeah, it's just, again, if you're anywhere, really, I'm sure there's beautiful places that are nice to take a sit and just soak in the views Uh, I think enough people don't do that and they sit in their house and watch the views on their television when you've got a great view outside so I would encourage you all to just go outside and take a uh, take a view for yourself but uh, yeah yeah Jared what's uh, been going on in your life besides working
1: hey guys uh, this is Jack coming at you live here at the beach we just witnessed a, a, a dog Um, From the looks of it, he was chasing after the birds. There was at least 10 birds. I counted more than that. Okay, Braith says there were more than 10 birds, but this dog is chasing after all the birds, and he didn't catch a single one. But if I could describe the scene to you, imagine looking, uh, it's shot with a wide-angle lens. You've got the letterbox, those little black bars, uh, peeking at the top and bottom of the of, of the screen and you're seeing a dog just run right across chasing after birds the sun is kind com- breaking through the clouds right wow, now wow this is beautiful yeah th- there's a kid being dragged by his dad <laughs> and he's just collecting sand all up in his eyes and mouth and now the kid i'm watching the kid the kids running into the water and the dad's <laughs> trying to keep up <laughs> okay, the dad, okay. the dad got him but we don't know where this will where this could lead to looks like the dad's Tucking in is the kid's socks or something. Anyways, what I've been up to in life, my internship at Abso has ended. It's, it's over. I blew all the chances of making it in Hollywood, and I have failed. I have returned back to the weddings, and it sucks. But on a lighter note, I've, um, I went into the beach for the first time in a long time. Right next to us right now, there's a surfer immediately to our left. We're trying to avoid eye contact because he's that close to us. I went to the beach for the first time. I'm normally afraid of water. Maybe some of you might relate. Maybe some of you are afraid of land. I don't know. But uh, in this instance, I I overcame my fear, and I I went in the water to some friends, and, you know, maybe uh, maybe I might spend more time in the water. What do you think about that? Would you be upset if I was just in the water when you called me next time? If you were in the water next time, I would be... I think it would be cool. It would be a cool
0: audio effect. But to... On the subject of water and of weddings, the last time I ever went in the water was when I went to film a wedding in Hawaii. How do you pronounce oh. it? You are from Hawaii. Um Hawaii. Hawai'i. I was in Hawaii for a wedding. There was a day where we were supposed to go snorkeling with the bride and groom and I was supposed to film do you it. Want to explain what snorkeling? You can explain what it is, yeah.
1: Uh, snorkeling is when you have a, a pipe that you stick in your mouth and you use that to breathe. And then you, while most of you is underwater, looking at little cute fishes and coral that hurt to step on. So that was just the thing. Yeah. I had a GoPro. I was out there
0: to film the bride and groom and their family sitting, or not sitting, but floating above all this sharp coral and sea urchins, yada, yada, yada. So I barely know how to swim. I'm dog paddling out in the middle of the ocean of Hawaii. I've got a pipe coming out of my mouth. I'm breathing the air above shore. My face is below the water, so I'm seeing all these cute little fishes and sharp coral. When, lo and behold, the bride's mother starts approaching the coral. Uh Uh-oh. That's what I said. Uh Uh-oh. Can you hear me say uh uh-oh? Uh-oh. Okay, I'll dub that uh uh-oh back in if I can't hear you before. So, I swim over there as fast as I can. I'm using all my arms and all my legs. And I'm barely getting anywhere, so I'm yelling at her, I'm like, Hey, watch your feet, you're going to step on some star, uh, sharp coral, and it's going to ruin the rest of your wedding day. Don't step on that shoyar. I, actually, I don't know if I can forget what did you say? Don't step on that shoyar. So I didn't step on that shore and I got there, I told her, hey, watch out, and so I saved her life, long story short. But then I had to return to shore, which was horrifying. So no. I'm above the, well, I'm floating on the top of the water, the pipe's coming out of my mouth to breathe air. Yeah my face is below, I see all this stripe coral, and I'm little surrounded by it now. There's attention. little fish, but yeah. they all look cute, so I'm <laughs> not really scared of them. Um, so I f- work out the courage to start making my way back towards shore, and the- our boss, JB, James Burkhart, nice. uh, he's watching, he's filming me from the shore, and I see him, and I'm gonna make a beeline for him. So I start swimming. I close my eyes kinda cause I'm scared and then I start to feel stuff under my feet and wow. lo and behold, I look down and it's coral, shark coral. Shark coral. Shark coral. Whoa!
1: So, That's yeah. fucked up! Yeah. That's fucked up!
0: So, I get scared, I get real scared at this point yeah. and shark I love the ocean, it's one of my favorite things. I love uh, sea creatures. Sorry if my voice is shaking, I'm very cold, I'm shivering right now and the story is bringing back mad memories. <laughs> so, I'm shaking in the water I'm very scared. I see James. The water's beautiful. It's warm. I don't know why I'm shaking. I'm shaking right now. And the sho- the coral is touching my legs and my feet. And so I curl up into a ball in the middle of the ocean, or what I think is the middle of the ocean, and I'm just floating there. <laughs> <They're stuck. laughs> Jeremiah's laughing because the dog's <laughs> <been back. laughs> He did not even get close to the birds that time. Got stopped <laughs> by the water. Anyway, so I'm in the ocean, in the fetal position, and I just start to feel all the coral closing in on me. And I'm laying there panicking and it's not it's not actually coral at this point it's just rock so i'm in the rocks and i'm just laying there and i'm not moving i'm trying not to move because the the waves are coming back at me and it's bringing up sand and i can't see anything underneath the water and so i just lay there for what seems like forever and eventually i work up the courage to lift my head out of the water and see where i am in relation to the shore and when i do so I look up, I peel my head out of the water, and I am already on the shore. The waves are laughing against me. I'm lying in the fetal position on the shore. Everybody's staring at me. It's a nightmare. And that was my last experience going to the ocean, and I do not think that I will return. Although I do want to swim with
1: sharks. You swam with sharks before, right? I did. What was that like? So I swam with a shark before, and it was really scary. Actually, I'll tell the story for real. I, when I went to, when I was in Hawaii, um, with my family, um, we decided to go on a shark tour. You guys all know what that is. You, you go in a big old cage. Sometimes the ca- the, 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 sp- the space between the bars is a little too big, and you might get a little shark in there. Um, but they keep out the big sharks. So we went on a shark tour. What they do is they take you on a, on a, on a boat. The boat's crashing into waves. You're getting pretty sick on your way there. I always thought, Hey, I'm good. Maybe I have my sea legs. I'm not getting sick, but this this trip definitely confirmed that I do not have my sea legs. I was getting sick, and people were throwing up, and the worst part is that when you throw up on a boat that's moving somewhat fast, you're getting hit by mist. You're getting hit by vomit mist, Uh. or you're at least smelling it. It was like that opening scene in Saving Private Ryan where people are just, like, tilting their heads off the side of the boat and just throwing up. So, anyways we get the way they have this thing uh i guess situated is they just have this cage that's just floating in the middle of the ocean 24 7. like it's not attached to the boat they just really yeah it's just a cage that's it's anchored down and it's just floating in the middle of the ocean so they drive the boat over there and you have to jump into the water and go into the cage which is really scary to do that yeah that's horrifying yeah and and so the type of sharks that were there were white tip sharks. They look they don't look like your they don't look too scary. They don't look like a great white. They don't have that big old gummy mouth. You know, like it's all like chopped up and everything cuz they got too many teeth in there. Sure. Yeah. No gummy mouth, but they still have sharp teeth and I guess white tips are the sharks that attack people. Wait. Oh, wait. whale. Do you see him? No. Wait. Okay, we just saw I just saw a whale. That's the thing that sucks about being at the beach is you're always gonna see a whale and your friend is always gonna miss out or your friend's gonna see the whale and you're gonna miss out. Did, and you, did you really see? I, a whale? I, I saw him. Look, you can see the blowhole. See? Oh, oh, oh! See him? You see him? Oh, confirmed. <laughs> I see the whale. This <laughs> yeah. is actually a whale this time. We are looking at a whale breach. It is. It is beautiful. It is. He's not quite jumping, but you could see just a little. Black speck sticking out of the water. You
0: know, I know it's a whale, but to be honest, this is one of the most human moments I've ever experienced. This is absolutely stunning. If you're ever in San Francisco, I highly recommend coming to Ocean Beach and look for a whale. They are magnificent creatures. Oh my God, just so graceful. It's a it's a sight to behold, really. So I'll let you get back to the shark. Yeah. Sorry.
1: And if you can't catch a whale, that's okay, because there are tons of birds. You're getting you got seagulls seagulls um some of them look cute some of them look kind of dirty but if you see a really cute seagull I don't know it's kind of up there with seeing a whale maybe um anyways so we jump in the shark cage and you're looking at like 20 to 30 sharks just swimming around the cage Uh. yeah it's a lot of sharks but that's like once you're in there you kind of it's not you know you don't feel scared anymore because you know this cage you can kind of see that they're you know none of them are coming up to the cage you know like this cage is there all the time. They just think it's part of the atmosphere and the environment. And they know they can't get the food inside. They're not strong enough. But I did watch a jellyfish come through the cage. And it it brushed against my dad's leg. And after, and he, like, he didn't watch it. But afterwards, when we got up back on the boat, I said, Dad, does your leg hurt? He's like, you know what? Yeah, actually, it does hurt. I, I never told him it was because he got stung by a jellyfish. I just kind of laughed at that. Um, he didn't know that the jellyfish had stung him? No. It just, like, brushed against his leg, and there was no reaction out of him, you know? Like, it's it's one of those things where if... You know how, like, you don't know you have a paper cut until you actually see it, and then it hurts?
0: I know that I have a paper cut instantly. Yeah. It instantly stays. Really?
1: Yeah. Okay. Sometimes I'll get a cut, and the I won't even know I have it. And then I'll look at the cut, and then it, and then it hurts. All of a sudden, that's all I can focus on is is that is that razor thin paper cut that's about four or five inches deep <laughs> so it's yeah so that's what jellyfish stings are like anyone who tells you anything different they're lying it does not hurt until i point it out to you well okay so
0: funny enough i wow this is a beautiful time to be at the ocean because we got a lot of ocean and beautiful time to be alive beautiful time to see a whale But before I had gone to Hawaii and done the snorkeling thing, I had also vowed to never go in the ocean again, because prior to that, maybe seven years prior to that, I was in the ocean on a camping trip with my family, just, you know, waiting around in the waves. They're coming crashing on me. When I see to my left this ginormous blob, Uh and it was like a dark blob, and it was a jellyfish. And when you're in the ocean as a young child, I must have been like I wasn't that young. I was probably like 14, but <laughs> <young child. laughs> I up off. <laughs> was not jerking <laughs> off in the ocean. <laughs> there was a large yeah. <laughs> Oh, what just are you in general just
1: talking about. Enlarged what? The, right.
0: There was a large jellyfish. Okay. And I can't I don't have that great of maneuverability in the ocean, so it's this jellyfish is coming at me. Okay. And it's horrifying, and I just I Is get coming that at you? the it the wave it was the thing where the wave was coming at me, and the yeah. sunlight was through the wave, so you can see through the wave, and there's this big jellyfish blob in the yeah. wave, and that wave was making its way towards me, sure. so I'm scrambling, but I have that immediate sense of fear, uh-huh. and uh, my body just locks up. Like, do you ever get like so scared that you just your body locks up and you're like you're panicking?
1: Uh. Uh, maybe once, usually if, like, a car almost hits me while I'm in the car. I feel like that's the only time I've free- frozen up, but none other time.
0: I have this weird thing uh, where I'll, I've been in some pretty hairy car situations, but I don't think I, like, mentally get too scared. Like, I'm fully in control of the the situation, and by the, I'll make it out of the, like, if I'm almost in a crash or something, I'll d- drive away from it, but... I'll notice that I'm very sweaty afterwards, but I don't feel like I was scared at all during the yeah. thing. Just my body reacts for me, yeah. and I'm like mentally, I'm fine. Perspiration.
1: Perspiration. Yeah, perspiration. Another part of being 14. Yeah, is your perspiration. Perspirating all over the place while... And you're discovering what masturbation is at 14. And in Braith's case, he saw a big old jellyfish in the ocean. So if you're going to do any of that stuff, do not go in the ocean, because you might see a big old blob, and that it can't help... It's it's attracted to whatever substances are coming... Your body is emitting perspiration or whatever else. It's gonna come towards you. It's honing in on you. And it's gonna sting you. Braith's putting on his gloves right now. I've been stung by a jellyfish, and it did hurt. And the thing that you have to do if you are stung by a jellyfish, uh, you have to, you have to be peed on.
0: Is that real? Does
1: that, does that really help? Well, if any listeners actually know, uh, this is something I've been told, and we peed into a cup and poured it on someone. Who? One of our cousins who got who got stung. We had to pee on a cup, and it's supposed to like, I, I don't know, like I don't know if it works as some sort of like antibacterial thing or neutralizes the sting or.
0: I th- I think that is the thing. It's the that it neutralizes. I don't know for sure. I took a marine biology class that I loved a lot, uh-huh. but I, I think I heard mixed reviews over whether or not pee helps a jellyfish
1: sting. Mixed reviews, so like some of them were good and some of them were bad? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and, and give that one five stars. How about, what do you think? Uh, probably around two and a half, maybe just two. Okay, sure. So yeah, as you can see, mixed reviews on this. But, so we did have to soak our wounds in pee. Everyone got stung by... A jellyfish known as the Man of War, which a lot of people go, what, you got stung by a Man of War? Aren't those, aren't those deadly? I think that's always the remark I get, and they're not deadly because we got stung by them, and here I am, Braith, I'm standing right next, sitting right next to you. You got stung by a Man of War, or your dad did? All of us. My dad did, and I did, and my cousins did, and my brother did. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure those are deadly. They're not. You're thinking of the box jellyfish. The, the box thing. jellyfish is most definitely deadly, but yeah. I think, isn't the Man of War pretty bad? It It hurts. Maybe if you get stung by enough of those things, you know, you you can die, but enough of anything you can die. Enough of your favorite candy you can die. Ever thought about that? Uh,
0: That is funny you say that. I had a lot of sour gummy worms the other day, and I had the worst tummy ache that I honestly felt like if I died, that would be okay because it would be better than this.
1: Better than what? What I was feeling at the time with my tummy pain. Oh, well, see, you had too, too much of anything... And you're going to feel, it's going to hurt, and it, your body's going to uh, suffer the consequences. But yeah, so I got, I got stung by jellyfish. It hurt. We had to neutralize the sting with urine. Mixed reviews all around. Some people enjoyed it. Some people didn't. I don't know where I was. I was on the fence about it all. I was too young to know. Because at that age, pee is fun. You know? Pee, pee, poo-poo, and like da-da are all like fun things <laughs> at that age. So, yeah. Now, at this age, I feel like if if you're an adult now, that's like a fetish if you're getting peed on. But if you're a kid and you're getting peed on, you just think it's, like, for laughs. You're giggling. Right? I can see that. Uh, When you're a baby, you often pee on
0: yourself. (laughs) And I don't know if they... No, you know what? They usually cry about it. Babies? Yeah, they're always if they pee in their diaper, Whoa. they're always crying. I think
1: well, no, I think this is actually going into what I said earlier is too much of something. It it always ends badly. The baby's initially enjoying the first pee, but once it gets to the 100th pee in its lifetime, it's gonna start getting a little crabby. I'm <laughs> sorry to say, folks, but yeah, do not overindulge on anything. If you love someone, do not love them too much cuz you're gonna push them away and you're gonna end up getting hurt that is a fair thing to say yeah. and sadly so yeah just yeah for everyone out there who, um who, who's constantly every night telling their boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever husband wife whatever relationship you're in and you're saying i love you every night cut it out because you're 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 most likely pissing them off and you're and you're pissing me and braith off for one I don't want to hear it. If I'm not in the relationship with you, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, because, you know, I got to turn around when I hear someone say, I love you. I don't know who the heck it is. I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's my friend. I'm already annoyed thinking like, okay, I've heard this before. I turn around, it's a complete stranger. And it just makes you think, how often are they going around saying it? Probably too often. If it's often enough for you to hear it out in public, that's too often. Exactly. So cut it out, everyone. We don't want to hear it do not overindulge in anything ever in life keep it to a minimum i think uh
0: jeremiah is picking up his voice i'm going to be a little bit quieter right now because we are sitting on a couch at the top of the dunes of ocean beach and there are people walking past us and it's quite an odd sight to see a couch on a beach typically let alone two boys recording a podcast atop of That's it you what, you're uh, what i'm wearing is <laughs> i didn't even put all this together <laughs> <laughs> I look very dumb. <laughs> Jeremiah's cracking up off mic if you can't hear him. Uh, so I am wearing all black. I've got black jeans on, black vans, I've got, well, I've got white socks between the two, and I am very tall, so I can't get jeans that fit ever, so there's a big section that's just white sock. And then I'm also wearing a black crewneck sweater, uh, black and black gloves, and black sunglasses, and a olive green hat with the little flap that comes down on over the back of your neck to protect it from the sun. And it's so... Like the hat
1: they wear in the Alien movies.
0: They wear this hat in the Alien or movies? Or in the Star Wars
1: movies. Like the Rebels would wear that type of hat.
0: You mean like the Nazi helmets?
1: No, not a Nazi. Like a
0: Rebel helmet.
1: Like the Reb- Not Yeah, the Rebels, you know, like the good guys. I think you're
0: thinking of the Imperial. They have Imperial's like... the bad guys. Yeah, but my hat is basically like it's a regular it's ball cap, and then it's as if you put a uh, a towel in underneath yeah, to protect your what ears the rebels and
1: neck. War, the rebels wore that. We're not going to talk about Star Wars on this podcast because most of you guys know we hate Star Wars.
0: Well, we know a lot about Star Wars, as, such as how the puppets operated and stuff, but we yeah.
1: we're not big fans. Yeah, it's Mark Hamill's hand back there, and he's he's just doing a little bit of uh, he's doing that. What's that called? Ventri- Ventriloquist speak. (laughs)
0: Ventriloquistic speak is what he's doing, yes. Um, He's doing a lot of that. He's doing a lot of vent... Hold on, I'm going to cut you off just to finish the story. So, long story short, I look like an idiot and there's a walking path directly to our left and to our right and people keep walking past us and looking and laughing at us because...
1: And we have a big old microphone too. We
0: do I <laughs> there's a big old microphone coming out of my backpack where I've got the recording gear and yeah, I, I understandably so, we look
1: pretty silly. Yeah. Honestly they're thinking like, I thought we left Portland. I you know, here we are in San Francisco and it's still weird. <laughs> we're well, gonna keep it weird <laughs> I'm
0: sorry to say yeah. Sorry all you tech heads out there Just yeah. trying to keep it normal I'm trying to keep it weird yeah. baby
1: We're out here And we're getting a little freaky I'm tell, I'll am tell. i tell you what Braith looking like a straight up Like wh- What would you call this look? Like just like Oddball um, Sort of like some Freakazoid type guy right? I can see If you were to call me
0: A freakazoid I would understand Why yeah. If I were to label myself
1: I would just say a tall, dark skeleton man. Ooh, see, I'm going. I, if if I were to label myself, I go straight up. Knucklehead, ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I would probably call
0: you knucklehead, ding dong. That's. It's one of those things where you hear it and it just. It's perfect. It fits. It fits. Yeah.
1: You yeah. 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 yeah yeah.
0: yeah. So to further paint this picture, Ocean Beach is now coming to a close. The sun's setting behind the the. The thick layer of clouds aka fog as we call it in san francisco oh, yeah. jeremiah is looking like a knucklehead ding dong there's a few rays what? i'm looking like a tall uh dark, dark star skeleton stars. and <laughs> or a freakazoid i'll take either there's some what people call refer to as god rays Ooh. floating through the gaps in the clouds it's a beautiful sight but it is getting a bit darker it's getting significantly colder because we have no longer the sunlight directly hitting us. This leather couch's not warm anymore. It started off as warm and now it's, it's, all, it's just absorbing the cold. It is absorbing the cold. I am taking every chance I get when Jeremiah speaks into the microphone to wipe the snot running down my face because my face is so cold. Um, in fact, Jeremiah, do you have anything to say for about two seconds?
1: Yeah, um, Braith's got a nice thin layer of snot. That he's got a mustache and over the mustache it's just specks. Like, glistening in what's left of the sunlight. I do not have a full mustache. Uh, Most of my
0: facial hair is very thin. I can't grow, like, anything thick. So I have patchy hair all over, but it's enough that it doesn't look too dumb, but it looks pretty dumb. And I'm trying to keep the snot from touching that hair because that would just be even grosser looking.
1: It's weighing... The snot at this point, it's weighing down on his hair, and it's... (laughs) What thin layer he had is now been reduced to a non-existent layer. It's it's fully snot. Braith's face is fully caked in snot. It's... I don't know how it's gotten up to his cheeks or and eyebrows, but it's up there, and he doesn't seem to mind. Jeremiah is doing a little bit of, like, what we call, uh, radio
0: theater. Am He's I? painting a false picture. This is not accurate at all. I've wiped all the snot from my face. Nothing's caked on there. It never reached the hair at all. N- especially not my eyebrows
1: that's absurd you now most definitely are a knucklehead ding-dong well just to add to that braith is telling the truth he no longer has well, snot up to us we his got his a visitor oh do who's this name? guy wait let's see if he wants to say anything hey come here buddy
0: <laughs> there's a little dog next to us <laughs> what's his name willow oh, we got willow over here willow hey just coming in for some pets no, we- we found the couch here already and we decided to take advantage of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've got- sorry, we've got a couple of visitors. Alright, <laughs> right, Willow, you gotta go now! Willow! <laughs> Willow.
1: <laughs> Come on, you gotta go! <laughs> Alright, Willow, look! Go!
0: <laughs> Jeremiah's trying to get this dog to return to her owner. <laughs> Alright, sorry, we're back. Yeah. Uh, oh, we I had. To add okay, Jeremiah can add something. Yeah.
1: So, quickly, uh, just to add uh, one note to the whole mucus scenario. Oh shit, that dog's going up to the, b- <laughs> the baby's bag now!
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Willow's left our, our encampment and has gone to approach the baby that we saw being dragged down the hill and it's getting in this bag
1: Uh, anyways what I was gonna say is yeah Braith is now cleaned up he's he's looking all right there's no no longer snot on his face but he has been using a sweater so now he's got a nice caked layer all over the sleeves and collar of the sweater so it's not
0: too good of a look Braith I'm sorry that's also not true I've been wiping on the inside of my shirt so nobody can see it (laughs) And, hold on, there's a bunch more people coming up on either side. Oh, We're gone, trying not to be rude here. Out. Oh, they're getting freaked out. Yeah. So the, uh, the owner of Willow's, this nice old lady, she asked us if we had brought the couch to the location ourselves, which is when you heard me say, no, we did not. It was already here. And she just thought it was the darndest thing and was laughing all the way down the hill. <laughs>
1: she's still down there, and she's giggling, looking back up, and just shaking her head in disbelief, utter disbelief. It's, it is disbelief, but she,
0: she's accepted it, and I yeah. believe that she likes it. She, yeah. It is an absurd thing to see a couch with two boys <laughs> atop it on yeah. the top of the dunes <laughs> of Ocean Beach. <laughs>
1: and she's trying to explain it to Willow, but Willow's a goddamn dog. And <laughs> he, he's really not understanding. He keeps tilting his, his head in the way a puppy does when it doesn't understand. And she's not. Under, she, I think she thinks Willow is a human. Honestly,
0: so Willow is not even a puppy, but it, she is doing that puppy type thing where it cocks its head just slightly to the right. Yeah. Like, huh? What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. But obviously not thinking those words because it's a dog and not a human.
1: It might have. What do you think it said instead of? What are you talking about? Herf. Oh, yeah. Well, the dog has said. "roof." and she, Willow's just walking with this old lady now, and the old lady oh, is, she got a, she yeah. She's got another dog. Yeah, the old lady's getting confused because another dog has run up to Willow and her, and she's not sure which dog is hers at this point. She's just letting go of both of them. She's now walking away. There's another person who's approached the scene here, and
0: I think what I, I can't exactly hear because they're pretty far away at this point, but what the Willow's owner has asked is, go to whoever you love the most. And we're, this dog is looking confused in the middle of these two people, and we're on the edge of our couch here, waiting to see which one it chooses. Oh! Willow is making a move. She's making her way towards her original owner. Oh! Hold on, she's coming back towards us. (laughs) Willow! (laughs) (laughs) Willow, get away from the bike. Stop licking it. (laughs) Oh my god, okay. It turns out that Willow loves us the most. Come here! Come here! (laughs) <laughs> come here. stop licking it <laughs> all right all right okay we're we'll sorry about that look here, we know that willow loves us the most but we are both not allowed to have dogs so if you could please take your dog back that would be great thank you so much you're a lovely lady
1: She, yeah the lady she's coming she's collected willow and i think uh they both seem pleased with the way this podcast has turned out it's a uh, I wonder how this podcast has turned out, to be honest. It
0: seems like a mess. Um, The wind is just insane. I'm hoping that the audio is pretty clear on this because I do have a windscreen over the mic, but we'll see when I get back to the computer. This could be
1: another thing where I don't upload a podcast for another month. You should upload both episodes. So just, all right, I'll let, oh, dude, that's the dog that was chasing the birds. The dog that was chasing the birds is now confronting Willow. Is that a good podcast premise, just to sit at a
0: beach and describe all the things that you see <laughs> to people that have no yeah. idea? The uh, So, Jeremiah did see the dog that we were laughing about earlier chasing the birds at the, the water. It was confirmed him. He's now left again.
1: Yeah. Uh, our original buddy has left. Willow has, remains remains the, the most loyal dog. It has remained our friend. It has remained the old woman's friend. And Willow is... Well, I think top dog on, on this podcast episode, at least. Sorry, other dog. But, you know, loyalty takes you a long way. If that's something any of you listeners can maybe bring back home, take as a little um, advice in your life. Yeah, loyalty. Be loyal and keep it minimal. Don't overindulge, as we were talking about earlier. Braith's wiping more snot. Uh, and how long are we running on this episode, you think? We're going to go ahead and check. We're both very cold. We're only 37 minutes. We're only at 37
0: <laughs> minutes. And Jesus. actually, you know what? I started recording probably right when I'll start this episode. Wait, what? Actually, we shouldn't give out the time code because I cut stuff out sometimes. Uh oh. We're only at 30 minutes. <laughs> 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 so if you're checking your timestamp, we're only
1: at 30 minutes here. Okay, well, what do you want to do for the next 30 minutes? Honestly, we can start walking back. Oh, yeah, we're okay, folks. We're leaving. We are now on the move. We are completely mobile right now. We are listening to the first mobile podcast to ever exist, I think. Uh, it very well might be the first. As long as we don't look it
0: up, we're probably the only ones to ever have done this. So just bear with me, folks. I'm zipping my backpack up. I've got the audio gear. I'm trying to not keep. Well, I'm trying to keep. Hold on. I just lost my headphone. Hopefully, this audio sounds good. Oh gotta pop this baby back in my ear so I can monitor levels. Okay, I'm back up. I've got the the microphone sticking out of my bag. Jared, hold on. Okay, so it turns out there's a whole crowd of people behind us. Dude, there's fireworks over here. Whoa, there's fireworks. We're seeing three fireworks and there's puffs of smoke right now. Hold on, I'm gonna go investigate this. What are they? Jeremiah is claiming that they're not fireworks, but he's too far away to speak into the mic right now. They're definitely fireworks. They're little just like pops in the sky. It's fireworks. Jeremiah took another look and confirmed that it's fireworks.
1: Confirmed fireworks? There are fireworks going off? Or maybe someone hit the big red button in the White House and sent those nukes straight over here. I think that they're too small to be nukes, but it is a possibility. You never
0: know. We have left the couch and we're making our way back. It's very cold, so we have to leave the beach because it's too cold here. It's going to be a cold walk. But you know we're gonna bring you guys along with us, and hopefully we've got another story or two to tell, and we'll fill up the rest of this. We typically try to record for an hour, so if Jeremiah, you have any other stories we
1: can start? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, well, I, I can't think of a story right on the spot, but I did think of something uh, earlier on my on my drive here. I was think I I passed by the place I used to live at. I used to live in a town called Tracy with. A dog, a cat, and my ex-girlfriend. And, um, there, there was one night, so I ended up driving by this house today. Just saw it, you know, took a trip down memory lane, and I remembered... Don't, we don't want to give out locations. There's no memory lane. Okay, yeah, sorry, that's not the street name. That's just a lane in my head. But, yeah, you don't even, even, don't... I guess you just edit this part out, because I'm, I'm cold. Um... (laughs) this is staying in. So if you check your timestamp, we're about uh, 35 minutes. <laughs> okay, so we're taking a trip down um, Memory Road, and one night we we're coming home, and we saw this kid. It's nighttime. This this kid is hunched over in front of our apartment complex, and we can just see the glit like something glistening. Like with like from the streetlights. And we take a closer look because we're pulling up next to this kid. And this kid has a knife. And he was stabbing his arm. Do you remember this? No. Wait, I was with you? No. I told you about this. I told you that uh, we saw a kid stabbing his arm repeatedly. I do vaguely remember this now, yes. Okay. Well, we saw this kid in the middle of the night stabbing his arm, deep stabs, with a knife, like violently stabbing into his arm like he was... Some sort, some sort of freakazoid, even. you know. Well, we don't want to say that. We don't know what kind of mental issues he was going through. Okay, well, he did not... confirm he did not suffer from freakazoid, but he mm-hmm. there was something going on there. And so we saw he was stabbing himself, um, and then we saw that there was a couple walking towards him. So we quickly accelerated in the car, pulled up to the couple, and we like, Hey, don't go over. There's a kid with a knife, and he's stabbing his freaking arm... And unless you guys want to get stabbed, you'll stay away, for like from our neighborhood. Get out of our neighborhood.
0: <laughs> <coughs> That's a good warning.
1: <laughs> Bryce just coughed right into the <laughs> mic, and now I have to put it up to my own mouth. So, <laughs> but I don't know. That was just something I remembered today. It was kind of we- oh, and and then uh, we called the cops, and then later on we actually s- an ambulance came and collected the kid, and they closed like the door, and I could see him just in there in in uh, on the little like tray that they set you, not a tray, whatever it's called, it's a serving tray. They put him straight there on the serving tray and he was just lying there with the with the arm that was all stabbed up. Just, I'm talking about big stabs, little stabs, just little razor thin paper cuts five inch deep, like I said earlier on this podcast, all in his arm and they drove him off and then I think about a month later I saw him hanging out in the apartment complex. Really? Yeah, he lived there. It was fucked up. Oh whoa, that's uh, I did not know the continuation of that story. I do remember the initial
0: incident. That is very messed up, didn't you? Wasn't there? Oh, you had found
1: an old lady that had tripped and fell and was bleeding, right? <laughs> yeah. So I used to go on these um, when I when I lived in this town, um, Memory Road. I used to go on like these these jogs, I'd go on these runs, and uh, one one day I was running. And I saw this chihuahua running. And so, hold on, I need to remember this story
0: correctly. Uh, I don't have anything to contribute to this story, but while he remembers, to set the scene a little bit, we like to paint pictures on this show uh, visually, mentally. And there is a corgi coming up towards us. It's very cute. Uh, we'll try and keep our voices down as to not scare it. But. Tracy, California, is a small town in the Far East Bay. It's a, uh, we're not big fans of it, to be honest. Uh Jeremiah might be so well, more than I, but he, only because he lived there for a short period. Of, well, you lived there for a while, actually. Yeah, he's so he's got some sentiment sentiments, yeah. maybe just mints. But, uh, yeah, it's a... a little, some sense that dropped on the ground. Jeremiah's dropped some sense on the ground there, is what we'll say. And, uh, it's a small town, uh kinda nothing to do around there so it's pretty boring but there's a lot of weird people out there because it's okay jeremiah has now remembered the story i'm going to pass the mic back to him
1: and cough on the mic one more time prior (laughs) so braiths coughed into the mic one last time prior to this and there's a wet spot (laughs) right near where my lip goes so i still might tell the story wrong but so i would go on these runs and one day i went on a run and there was a chihuahua running around. There's this little chihuahua running around. And so I was like, okay, should I collect this chihuahua? You know, it looked lost. So I stopped my run and I called it over and it was a bit skittish. So I had, to, I just, <laughs> it was going so fast it was skidding? <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's skidding all over the place. It's leaving tire marks on the ground and it's making a mess and it smelt like burnt rubber. <laughs> and so I wanted to get the chihuahua so that I could, uh, you know, bring it home. You know, I saw I had a collar, so I figured that I'd be able to read, like, the number on its collar and maybe bring it home. So I grabbed some rocks, pret- pretending they were treats. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. It was, but I didn't actually have treats on me, so I had to uh, improvise. So I grabbed some rocks, what the next thing that dogs love yeah. to eat, um, and I got down low and made the, come here, come here, sound, and the little chihuahua ran up. You got to speak closer to the mic. The little chihuahua ran up when I went, come here, come here, and it's, it like came up to my hand, smelt my hand, <laughs> saw that it didn't smell good, it smelled like <laughs> rocks, and, but it was enough time for me to read the address. Like I tried to grab it, but it was like too fast, but I did read the address, so I thought, okay, well, at least I know where it lives. I'll go over to this person's house and tell them that their dog has run out. So I saw sorry I'm kind of out of breath because we're walking and talking I'm not used to walking and talking this much (sighs) like yeah anyways so we or I go and find this house is like a few blocks down and it's I, I knock at the door and this old woman opens the door and I'm like hi um do you have a chihuahua? And, she, and I remember she was having a hard time hearing what I was saying. Like, she thought I was trying to sell her something. <laughs> and I'm like, do you have a chihuahua? And maybe she thought I was trying to sell her a chihuahua or something. Like, no, I already have one. And so I think it was like this thing where I would be like, no, your chihuahua like got out. Your chihuahua's out. And she's like, oh, my chihuahua's out. I'm like, yeah, um, I can, I, I'm trying to grab it, but it's like pretty scared. And so she starts coming out of the house and instantly I can see how slow she is and that she's not going to be very much help in collecting this chihuahua. She'll probably be a bit of help because the Chihuahua, I imagine, would like her. Well, no, that was the thing. is She kept calling the Chihuahua, and the Chihuahua's straight up booking it in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I had to do the same thing where I had to, you know, make, like, come here, come here. And I had more rocks in my hand. And so um, I call over the Chihuahua, and the old lady is at this point behind me you know I've ran ahead of her to get her dog and so the chihuahua comes over again and I'm able to grab the chihuahua this time I grab the chihuahua and it doesn't like that I'm holding it so it's like kind of like wiggling and stuff and I br- <laughs> bring the dog over to her and I'm like here I have your chihuahua and so like she reaches out
0: you have to talk into the microphone. am I not talking into it you are, but you're, like, when you... Jeremiah's uh, miming the story out loud, and I'm not even looking at him, so it's useless. But he's
1: miming the act of grabbing a dog and Uh-oh. taking the mic away from his mouth. <laughs> oh, my bad. Okay, Well look. There's, like, a little Buzz Lightyear thing right here. <laughs> Graffiti, sorry. Um, so, I, I'm holding this dog, and the old woman now reaches out her arms, you know, for me to put the dog in her arms. And so I give her the dog and I give her the dog and again this dog does not like her. So, at the moment I give her her dog, the dog starts like just scrambling around in her arms, just like wiggling, and she's trying to grab a hold of this dog, and she steps off the curb and fully falls on the ground. An old, fragile woman fully falls on the ground because she cannot hold on to her dog. So, now there's this old woman, and she's bleeding. She's bleeding. This old woman's bleeding, and she's struggling to hold on to her dog as her dog's trying to book it. Just Tear itself out of her grass. So I grab the dog, and she's going, oh, oh, oh," and she's like, like groaning in pain. And I remember, so I'm like, do you need help? Do you need need me to help? Do you need me to help you up? Do you need help? Do you need need me to help? Do you need me to help you up? Do you need need me to help? Do you need help? Do you need need me to help? And she cannot get up herself. So I have to grab this old woman with my other arm. I'm holding a dog in one arm and a bleeding old lady in the other arm. And I just remember this car. This car pulls up to me and just sees this this whole scene unfolding looks at us and then drives off. Doesn't say do you need help? Do you need help? Doesn't say anything. Really? Just yeah.
0: That's that's messed up. I would have helped you out.
1: That's people. People do not help out. Maybe he saw that I had the situation under control, but I
0: it doesn't, if I were to see that, I would think that, oh, this person does not have the situation under control.
1: Yeah, so I have a dog that's now chewing at my hands and neck because it doesn't want me to hold on to it. And I'm trying to lift up this old woman and her old woman, like, weight, you know, which is hard to do, you know, with one arm. So then I finally get the old lady up and you know, it's like a thing where I have to, like... You know, help her walk. She can't walk on her own because she fell on her knees, and so now we have to walk all the way back to her house at, you know, her pace. And so that took like a good like ten minutes or fifteen minutes or something, maybe ten minutes, but of her just like gently moaning. <laughs> and uh, that's really Tracy California for you. In
0: a nutshell, it's a bunch of stuff like that happening. I we're so we're walking back now, and there's a lot of people walking past us. we still got a long ways There's uh, I wonder if people because Jeremiah's just been speaking to the microphone for the majority of this time, he's holding it and I wonder if people just think that I have a hard time hearing and you're just talking (laughs) because I've got headphones on listening to this (laughs) so it just looks like this is my very janky uh, hearing
1: aid Maybe. I mean, I figure in San Francisco people don't really have uh, the capability to put anything together and assume that we're recording anything they think that this is Braith's hearing aid. That's the that's the only thing they can conclude. <laughs> so for anyone listening in on the podcast that witnessed us walking on the street with this setup, no, it's not a hearing aid. It's uh, how we're recording episode six. So there you go. Uh, maybe someone wants to be interviewed. Who knows? Maybe we'll interview someone on this podcast, a stranger. Would you guys like that? If If you guys are listening in live right now, come meet us. I won't say where we are in case... There's a serial killer. Please, no serial killers. That's all we ask. But
0: I wanted to, I wanted to, I, wa- <laughs> <you> <laughs> <you mean? laughs> I wanted to. I got a lot of speaking impediments. Uh, I wanted to hopefully run into somebody that we could interview, but the fact of the matter is we've only got one microphone. It's very hard to share, even just between me and Jeremiah. Jeremiah's looking at somebody's trash right now, <laughs> seeing if there's anything cool worth getting. any cool toys in there. Any cool toys, there's no cool toys. It's baby toys. In all fairness, the trash was very colorful, so I was drawn to it naturally as well, like a
1: bird. <laughs> yeah, I was just giving it a nice sniff, and in order for me to hold the microphone, I'm fully grabbing on a braith's hand this time. But it's okay, because I do have my gloves on
0: still, because it is cold. Hold on. Uh, I've got snot running down my face, and my uh, headphone's falling out, so can you hold this real quick? Yeah.
1: All right, folks, we're, we're coming back to me right now.
0: Okay, I'm back. Um, but, yeah, I'm trying to think of what's been going on in my life lately to catch you up. Brace said he's going to New York here. I am. So I will be working an event soon in a weekend, actually, where I'll get comp days at work. And I'm thinking about using those the following weekend to do a quick trip to New York city, uh, which is a city I love. I've been there briefly with Jeremiah for just a boy's trip and a couple of our other friends. And I loved it. I want to go back. I've been dying to go back. So I think I'm going to go back with my girlfriend and hopefully we'll have fun. So if you have any fun New York recommendations, please send them my way. You can contact us at CMBF Podcasts on Instagram and Twitter.
1: Actually, here's kind of a fun idea. Maybe you'd want to do it. But maybe because you'll be gone on this New York trip, how about you record 30 minutes out in New York and I'll record 30 minutes out in LA and we could just like put that together as an episode. If you have audio gear that you can record with, then that is a potential episode. I mean I could, I just got paid for a big ol' gig I did for E3. That's right guys, I edited a few videos um, covering E3 and so now I can pay rent. What is E3? E3 stands for everyone three. Okay, now that you have
0: explained it to me, I do know what you're talking about, and that's pretty impressive. Congratulations on the gig. Thank you. Um,
1: it was a it was an okay gig. Uh, I've worked prior E threes. <sighs> They've never really been that fun, but that's okay. Making money isn't supposed to be fun. Fun is supposed to be fun. Spending money is is where the fun is to be had. So now I made some money, and it's it's time to have fun. That is true. Is uh so. E3 is Everything 3, and there's a bunch of people that gather there, and
0: Jeremiah was editing video there. Was there anything funny or worth noting?
1: Yeah, sure. I got my car um, towed. Are you serious? (laughs) Did I not tell you about this? No, you didn't. Okay, I don't know if I did. Maybe Brace just doing that for the show. You did not tell me that. Okay. Well, I got my car... (laughs) So the day actually started off kind of shitty. Damn, I can't believe I told you. Okay, so... For this E3 gig, I had to bring my own computer to edit. They didn't provide a computer, and I don't have a laptop. I have a big old... I do have a laptop, but it's not meant for editing. Voice cracked. Um, it's not meant for editing. And so I brought, uh, you know, like a tower with the monitor. So I, I load that all up into my car. You know, I make sure my programs are up to date. I make sure, you know, any windows that might... I might mean, not want people seeing are closed. All tabs are closed. looks completely professional desktop is clean um so i thought i was all good you know brought my mouse brought my keyboard and so i i drive to the event they had gotten a hotel right outside of e3 where i was going to be staying at and i show up and this guy immediately is like hey there dude I just put four hours on this meter I got a bounce you want to stay like, you like you want to park here and I think wow what a great start to the day yeah yeah I'll take that so I tell him like yeah I'll, I'll take take your parking spot take the parking spot and go up into the hotel to meet like the rest of the team these are all people I don't really know I've like met a few of them uh, at my previous job immediately I realized that I brought everything for my computer except for the power cord i've somehow left that and to this day i've nowhere i no idea where it's at because i checked in my bedroom i can't find it so i don't know if it fell out of my bag or maybe some someone took it so you just haven't been able to use your computer since then well i have a new power cord okay um so that was already an embarrassing thing to show up to a gig and just be like hey guys sorry i just can't start with anything at all because my computer won't even turn on (laughs) the producer of this whole thing is like hey you know don't worry about it we're gonna send a a PA to go fetch you a new power cord you know just hang tight so I I was just hanging tight while everyone else was working so I just stayed on my phone for a bit checked Facebook and Instagram and uh, that was kind of odd and embarrassing just because you know like you wanna show up to your first day of a gig seeming professional. I And I just spent the first three hours just not working while everyone else was working. So That's the whole story? No, that's just the beginning of the day.
0: Okay, don't put the mic back towards me if you're not done talking a cool story.
1: Okay, sorry, I'm still telling my cool story. Okay, so I forgot the power cord and eventually I get the power cord and start editing. I'm editing away. You can add some editing sound effects of like keyboard sounds and stuff. So I'm editing. And uh, I get in the zone when I edit. I get into a state of flow. I'm sure some of you guys know what that is. But basically, you're not paying attention to time anymore. And so time flies while I'm editing. I'm getting all types of projects done. I'm exporting them. They're getting put online. They're getting millions of views. And it's all because of me. But then I look at the time, and four hours has gone by. Wait, this
0: is already after you had parked for four hours? Yeah. Okay, now I understand the significance of the four hours.
1: Yeah, four hours has gone by and I'm like shit. I gotta go put money on the on that meter. So I'm expecting okay, I probably have a you know, a ticket, you know, sure. f- for like a hundred and eighty bucks or some some insane LA price or San Francisco price. Cause they're somewhat similar. And so I go outside or I have to tell everyone first, like, hey guys, I'm gonna go check the meter real quick. I go outside and <laughs> there's no cars on the street at all. Not a single car. When I had parked there earlier, the whole street was lined up with cars. Now there are no more cars. And so I look to my right, I look to my left, I look all over the place. My car is nowhere to be found. And then I see a sign that says, no parking from like 3 p.m. until like 8 p.m. or something like that. Oh no. Yeah. So I have to go upstairs. Where I had earlier reported, hey guys, I don't have my power cord, now I have to go back upstairs and go, hey guys, I don't have my car. (laughs) So, if I didn't seem um, unprofessional when I first entered there, I am now seeming like the most cursed guy to be around (laughs) at the E3, because now my car is gone. So, that sucked. So I got my car towed. I've never had my car towed before. I don't even know what to do. I don't even know the beginning step.
0: Yeah, let's walk us through that because that's valuable information. I have always wondered what would happen if my car got towed.
1: Well, if your car gets towed, um, what I did was I actually Googled, what do you do when your car gets towed? And uh, there's a website where you enter your... um, license plate and so make sure everyone i would have a picture of your license plate on your phone because that's the only reason why i knew my license plate number do you know yours i know mine for the exact same reason i have a picture of my license plate and i've referred to it probably good 20 times yeah so have a picture of your license plate because it comes in handy with anything you do applying for a job applying for housing anything you're going to need to know your car's license plate make and model and year motherfucker anyways Jeremiah has just warned. There's a small child approaching us, but I said it kind of quietly, so no one could have heard that. Hey guys, um, no one said hello in that group.
0: Yeah, it's because it's a small child, and the parents were not stoked that you said the f word.
1: But I said it very quietly, so maybe they didn't even hear me say hello. Anyways, uh, so I went on this website, entered my license, p- uh, yeah, my license plate, and it to-, it to it to told me where my car um was taken to. And how much it was gonna be, which was it cost me two eighty to go. that's how much it cost for them to pick it up and um hold it and so like by the time I had like looked this up, it was already six p m and uh the the place that it was kept at closed at seven, and they said if they keep it there, they were gonna increase the fine. I needed to pick it up before they closed. oh no, yeah, oh no. And so I tell my one of the people working there, I'm like, hey, I need to uh, pick up my car. And he says, okay, well, you, you just need to um, get this video exported first, and then you can go pick it up. And, of course, it's the longest export ever, and someone has to review the video and everything. And so by the time it's actually yeah, – I'm actually headed out the door to go to my car. It's already like 6.20. So I run outside. Call a lift but accidentally call a lift line instead of whatever. Yeah. So it's lift line basically there's other passengers and it takes basically twice the amount of time to get to whatever destination because they're picking up people, dropping off people along the way. So I see it's a lift line, and that's gonna take like basically like ten minutes for this driver to get to me. So I hit cancel on my lift line and it charges me two dollars. I'm like god god, like I'm just losing money just by existing. I'm just making all the wrong moves. I call the actual, or I get an actual lift, and I, I'm outside the E3 conference, so it's just like mad traffic, the worst traffic imaginable, because everyone's getting Ubers and lifts and buses and taxis. Um, and so my Lyft driver gets there, and I hop in the car, she asks me, she's like, so how's your day going? And I just, I tell her, I tell her, look, my day's been shitty. I forgot my power cord. And my car got towed, and this is where I'm headed to, and I gotta get there by seven. And she's like, oh, that sucks. Let me get you there, I swear to God I'll get you there. And she starts taking all these crazy turns, and she's just telling me, we're gonna get there, we're gonna get there, she's like, cutting cars off and everything. And I I admire this person, like that is, she really helped me out. She could've just been like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna obey the law, you know? (laughs) We're just gonna sit in traffic. But she's cutting all over the place, going through alleyways. She went through one alleyway, but that's a lot. We get there. It's like 6.50. By the time we get there, I've got like a good 10 minutes. Run inside the place. And immediately, there's a woman crying. So they have this bulletproof glass where they talk to you. And there's this woman in front of me in line just screaming and begging. Begging. I've never seen a person beg before. Begging like with full-on tears Saying like you like think of you think of me as your mother, please. I need my car, please. Don't do this to me, please. I beg of you. And they will not give her her car. She has the money. She didn't have the registration. No. So I'm yeah. So I'm watching this woman beg, and it's heartbreaking. I don't know. I'm, I I I'm not good with that type of stuff.
0: I don't know how people work in a office like this. Sorry if you can hear this siren. There's an ambulance or something. That's yeah, like what type of person do you have to be to work at a place like that where you're you taking people's property and keeping it from them and it's like, oh, well, it's the rules, yeah,
1: yeah, fuck you. Well, that was the thing, too, is the people were laughing behind on the other side of the glasses being, I'm sorry, there's, there's nothing we can do. They're laughing at the fact of how much she's begging, like at the ridiculousness of it. Well, I'll tell you what, you better keep that bulletproof glass there. That's what I was saying, and that's what that woman was saying, too, because who knows what she had in her purse. Waiting, waiting for them to open that little slit where they accept the money to stick something in there. I don't know what. But anyway, so she's crying and this other guy's like, excuse me, sir, I'll help you here. And he had to yell it because she was crying so loud. He had to be like, excuse me, sir, I'll help you here. And like, I had to be like, what? I don't know what you're saying every time he gave me instruction. As Jeremiah said, excuse me, sir, louder. There is
0: a couple walking next
1: to us and they both turned back thinking that he was referring to them. Oh, I didn't even notice that. See, I'm in a state of flow right now, <laughs> um, and so I I'm able to get my car, but immediately I have this fear: of, what if I don't have my registration on me either?
0: Why would you have that on you? No, in my car. Oh, okay, yeah, I think yeah. I, I've got mine in my car.
1: Well, it was just like this thing of like you know, my day has already had a lot of misfortune. I it wouldn't be the most surprising thing if somehow I didn't have my registration, or it's like an expired registration or something. Um, luckily, I had my registration, so I was able to get my car. So I paid the 280, and then I noticed there's another ticket on top of my windshield. So I'm like, "What the hell is this?" And it was a, it was another additional ticket that, like, a ticket officer had given me.
0: Wait, so they're allowed to put a ticket for being there and then Toe tow your car. car on top of that? That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah.
1: So I had my car towed, and uh, so I was ticketed and then towed. So basically, it came out to being 400. dollars Dude. That. Okay. Fuck that. Yeah, it was. It was uh, so. E3. Uh, that first day. Oh, and just to the fine the finale the the cherry on top. Uh, you know, once I I collected my car, drive back to work to th- where I'm editing. Tell the guys, all the other editors, like, okay, I got my car. This is how much it costs. Everyone's like, man, you know that sucks, dude. You know what? Yeah, we're gonna take you out for dinner, dude. We're gonna buy you a drink. You deserve a drink. I'm like, all right, sure, why not? we We go to this uh restaurant. It's like a I don't know, like a sports bar type thing. We order a round of burgers and and beer. and when the uh, server a waiter, got to me to bring me my burgers and fries as they were handing it over it slipped out of their hands and the burger and fries fell into my lap and everyone in unison went (laughs) and everyone just started talking about how I'm cursed and how like what is happening what is happening so it was at that moment like man like I- I don't- I don't- it just felt like a, a- like I was in a movie, you know, like at some point the piano Was gonna become dislodged from five, seven stories up and just like <laughs> fall on me or something So I had burgers and fries spilt all over me.
0: That sucks. Well, that's a uh, that's E3 for you That's a good story to end on. Actually funny enough next week I have to work Anime Expo, which is held in the same location as E3 So I will probably hit you up then to record our next episode Okay, we can record it from where all this took place we will uh, record an e3 anime expo extravaganza so yeah i'll be down there that's where the next episode will likely take place we'll see what happens and we are getting into a more populated area so i'm going to sign off now this has been
1: okay bright signing off now
0: yeah also are you hungry
1: um i still have half a sandwich
0: Okay, well, Jay's texting us. Our other best friend, Jay, wants to get food.
1: Okay, well, can't say no to that.
0: Okay, so we're going to go get food now. Uh, this has been Calling My Best Friend. Not on the phone, but thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our friend Shutups for the, th- the theme song. You can catch them at shutupsoakland.bandcamp.com. Uh, find us on Twitter and Instagram at CMBF Podcast. And that's it. Thanks so much. Have a great time, everybody. Bye. 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 Dude, I wonder how the audio is. Uh, I think it was like, I don't think the wind was a problem, but just indeed. having one mic <laughs> kind of messes yeah. things up.
1: Well, it'll be I don't know. We've I'll cut it together.
0: Yeah.